Hey guys. Hi everyone. Welcome to week six of Friends, Waffles, and Work. Episode six. I'm excited. Anika, how are you doing other than being very excited? I'm doing pretty well, honestly. I was uh, looking forward to recording today. How are you, Linz? I'm good. I'm good. Doing well. Happy. Healthy. I watched Don't on thir- last Thursday to give me my weekly dose of serotonin. Serotonin. You know I love my man, Adam Scott. <laughs> yep. Love um, him. Love the man. Love the man. What a man. What a oh, man. What a guy. What a man. What a man. What a man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so today... We will be talking about the season four episode, The Treaty, and with, with us on the Google Hangout is special guest, our classmate and close confidant, Garrett Shin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Garrett. Opening my white claw. <laughs> Cute. Love it. And I'm ready. Cute, quirky, amazing. Relatable. Um, Cute, quirky. All right, well, Garrett wanted to join us today because we all feel particularly passionate about this episode. That's correct. So, um, I don't know, Linz, shall we just jump right in? Yeah, all right, Garrett, initial thoughts. What what do you think about this episode? What makes you like it so much? Ah, where do I begin? Um, Well, this is, like, one of my favorite episodes of all time, definitely top five, mostly because... It's just so relatable to me because it is just from somebody who did Model UN in high school. It is just so accurate to all the stereotypes and the experience of being part of the Model UN club. And it is just the best dramatization of the silliness that is Model UN. And I also think that the the side stories in this episode are also so funny and hilarious and silly and all the adjectives in the world our listeners know that Lindsay and i love a good b and c plot so i do i do this this episode definitely checks all the boxes it delivered it delivered absolutely uh linds what are your favorite moments from this episode um okay like really to pick a few super weird like good andy moment is when Mm -hmm. when basically everyone had like ben and leslie have driven everyone away from the model un meeting Mm -hmm. and leslie's like all right so it's just denmark botswana and the moon and andy walks by and goes the big three three (laughs) (laughs) no andy has some of the best moments in this episode like when he comes up to april and he's like so that kid's an idiot I just gave away our military <laughs> 50 lions. And <laughs> if that, it is just this perfect trope of, the, in Model UN, there are the kids, like, um what's who what's the girl's name? Like, the girl that is, like, Cassidy? future Leslie. France. Yeah, Cassidy. There Her are, name like, is the France. girl, Fran. Her name's France. Madame Ambassadeur. <laughs> um, Scott Murphy would be disappointed in me. Um, But so there's like the kids who are like Cassidy, who are like super passionate and like are like literally politicians in the future or whatever. And then there are the kids who show up to Model UN just to shit up. And that is Andy in this episode who just is there to just literally annoy everybody else around them. And that 
definitely happened. You know, we're going to oh, have yes. to bleep you out now because you said the F word and this is a PG <laughs> podcast. Oh, it's a PG. Oh, I it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. Oops. Midway through, I was like, I wonder if I should have wow. told him that we don't swear. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll, oh I'll bleep it out and it'll be yeah. even funnier. It'll be perfect. Um, uh, what else happened in the, I like am all of a sudden forgetting like the entire B and C um, plot. When, so, wait, my other favorite moment is when so Ben walks up to the stand and like has that whole like speech where he's like, "Let's eliminate Denmark from the union," and then drops the mic. Yeah. He goes <laughs> and, and motion pass. pass. Bam. With flying colors. colors. <laughs> Oh, wow, the resolution passes with flying colors. Bam! (laughs) (laughs) There's that. And then Leslie comes up. She takes off her shoe, and it's like, who will join the Coalition of the Willing? (laughs) The moon will join your coalition! (laughs) And she's like, yeah, we got the freaking moon. (laughs) Oh, my God. What are you going to do about... What are you going to do without tides, Peru? Oh, my God. It's so funny. Oh my god. Also, like... But what, what the B and C... Speaking also, of B and C... Oh, go ahead, Linz. No, I was gonna say, also, perhaps one of the best lines in Parks and Rec, which is the only thing I will be waving is your... Yes, <laughs> yes. You're decapitated on a stick in front of your weeping mother. Weeping mother! And then, and there's just that moment where it's like, oh my god. god. <laughs> and it's just like, I wonder if that was scripted, or if, like, Amy Poehler just did that, and that was a genuine reaction. I also I, love like, it was... the one right before that where April's like, ew, no one wants your dirty underwear, Ben. <laughs> like... <laughs> April has some re- April has some really prime moments in this episode. Like, among the whole moon, whatever. So there's a, Is that funny. also that really nice moment at the at the end of the episode between Leslie and April? And it's like, I, I forget exactly where April is in her character arc at this point of the season, but it's like seeing that moment of like April being a real friend to Leslie, you know, that yeah. always gets me. Yeah, I think that's kind of like when she starts, well, she, like she's not running animal control yet or anything like that, but that's when they yeah. kind of start to like bond a bit more and you realize April actually like cares about her job, which is mm-hmm. yeah so nice. <laughs> I love also- sentimental April. Also, the yeah. Camp David joke. Um, oh, my God. So that. That wrecks oh me. me so wrecks me. I fully, that one, like... That's a great part. I think when I originally watched it, I didn't really understand at first, and then I went back and oh, watched yeah. it and prepped for this, and I was like, oh, oh I my yeah. God. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do now you know I, like, about totally Camp David? <laughs> How do you know about Camp David? <laughs> oh, oh man. God. Dying. Okay, the B and C plots. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> Chris trying to get to the bottom of why Millicent Gergich, Jerry's super hot daughter, won't get back to him is so funny. It has no business being this funny, but it investigation. is. investigation. <laughs> the full-scale investigation. Yes. That Ann Perkins, Ann Perkins um, suggested. <laughs> I love his little oh blip God. about sarcasm right at the beginning of this plot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. the root of sarcasm, Ann Perkins, is truth. And that's exactly what I'll do. <laughs> I'm like, Chris. Oh my God. And, oh, my God. I mean, like, y'all know, Donna 
always gets me, but Donna in this plot is just she's just so crying. Like funny. she's when just they... like, ooh, go over the hot tub. And then it's like the hot tub was broken. She's like, oh <laughs> When they start talking about Anne and Chris is like while they were dating, and she's like, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> and she's it's like, so... Oh girl, go Anne and Chris. <laughs> oh does the whole like juxtaposition between her and Jerry and Anne and Chris in that room it's just like it makes it so funny because they're all just like total opposites and it's hilarious I love that Jerry got like a moment in this episode because he's really like not really a huge plot point for most of the seasons but like in this episode we get him like I just want to go back to work like this is making me (laughs) so uncomfortable like please stop Oh my god. His oh my god. So funny. So funny. I love in the in the Halloween episode from this season, just like two episodes before, where um he's like he um he's like, No, you can bring Millicent to the party. Like, I don't care. She's a grown adult, like whatever. Chris mm-hmm. is like, okay. And they're dancing and then April yeah. t- rips the smile off of his Mr. Potato Head like sat costume and turns <laughs> like, it upside down. It upside down. Oh my god, so I forgot kills, kills me. Kills me. And then we have um the C plot of this episode, which is Oh my god Tom and Ron trying to fill Tom's position with these like crackhead the actor, candidates. Oh, those actors that played those um candidates. Three, like what is it? There's the racist, the really boring guy, and then like the complete moron. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny how Ron is like yeah, I I see it. And then another Tom's very like, good candidate. <laughs> <laughs> my when he's like he was racist, and he's like he said he liked ethnic women, Tom. And I'm like, <laughs> I one of the most like underrated jokes of this episode is the is like the last guy who I I like realized after is Kyle Mooney, who's in, one of the actors on SNL. Yes, I did notice mm-hmm. that. Um, when he when like what are you hoping to get out of when are you what are you hoping to get out of this? One month? Yeah, one. Oh, like a month. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, 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 like a month's worth of money. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. And, like, you didn't even know who that was at that point. And then oh, now God, you look at no. him and it's like, oh, yeah, it's Kyle Mooney. I love when so he funny. gets out of the room and he's like, I don't really know what I was just interviewing for, but I think it went pretty well. I think well. it went pretty well. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Shut up. Oh my god. And like this episode also does such a good job of just developing relationships between all the characters mm-hmm. too because you see like the growing like love and attraction between Leslie and Ben again and it's just like that awkwardness that like you love from them. Yep. No, that's and... that's what makes that's what I love so much about this episode cuz the begin the very beginning of season 4 is you see Leslie kind of start to crack and like you can tell she's upset they had to break up, but then in this is the yeah. first episode you see not like the first episode, but you really see him like he is just yeah. as frustrated as mm-hmm. she is when he when he's like you can't just like chop up bits of a relationship and take the parts that you want and he's like don't be obtuse yep, and I, go, I was like whoa whoa i know Scott. every time yeah. i see that i'm like oh my god <laughs> I, I was I like i'm gonna yell that at someone who makes the next person who makes me mad i'm gonna be don't like don't be, be obtuse, obtuse. <laughs> <Not> geometry honestly <laughs> though adam scott in this episode his acting is so, so good. good. So Chef's good. Kiss. So good. Chef's I just kiss. like love I mean, 
I love a good Adam Scott like acting rant, but do I you, just love it in this. Do you love Adam Scott, Anika? <laughs> oh my god, do I? Do you? Oh, do you? oh, oh my god, this, oh, I that's love the Adam Scott. Oh, so now we're making the. T- oh, God. <laughs> yeah, some- sometimes we bait it a little bit. <laughs> we- oh my God. Um, I mean, we I did hit love- we did hit eighteen in one episode. Adam I mean- Scott. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> ASMR. Adam Scott. We're doing ASMR Adam now. Scott. ASMR. I'm contributing so much. The A. That's <laughs> guys, two more did- right there. I don't. I don't know if anyone knew, but the AS and ASMR stands for Adam Scott. Adam Scott. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> It, I'm leaving it, the chat. No. <laughs> no, you can't. We still have a special segment for you. This meeting is oh, being no. recorded. This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> um, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up about the episode, unless there's any final thoughts from you guys. Well, I just remember the first time I saw this episode, just wrapping up, was when I was doing Model UN, and... I watched it with a bunch of my Model UN friends, and, you know, it's, like, just, it was so, I felt so seen in this episode, because we had so much fun in Model UN, like, it is, that is exactly what Model UN is, it's, like, a bunch of, like, really nerdy kids in the room, Mm -hmm. like, getting up and, like, trying to sound eloquent and smart and like the moment when leslie goes the nation of denmark is shocked and appalled that literally are words that came out of my mouth at a model un and it's funny because she's talking to ben like privately yes (laughs) it's just no it's literally like that's the type of language it's just so they must there must have been someone who did model un in high school who wrote this episode because they just got it down to a t and i think that's why i like it so much it's just so accurate to the crackhead experience that is model un like my school we would go on this trip every year to columbia and we would just like it would be we would go to the conference and then at night we would have a hotel room to ourselves and just be crazy we would all just like it, it was like night and day because we weren't like those super nerdy crazy kids that are in this episode we were the andes and april's like, <laughs> like literally, like being idiots in the conference. Like, yeah. I remember just like totally giving up in one conference and just like teaming up with a bunch. Uh, I think it was. I did this one that was like really weird. It was like, oh, I can't even remember. It was something like about like eighteen hundreds African kings. It was so weird, and I just had no idea what was going on. So like a bunch of me, me and a bunch of other students there were just like trying to do something and it ended up just being us being complete morons <laughs> like getting lions <laughs> oh my god oh, oh oh i remembered my i remembered my like last little thought about this episode mm. there is a plot hole because the girl who plays Ooh. cassidy is also in the prom episode in season six and she has a different name <gasps> she has a shot wait she has a different name yeah. i thought it was the same character it's the it's like basically the same character but her name's allison in the in the prom episode Shock. I was like, "Oh my god! I didn't ri- even notice that." I'm gonna write a letter to NBC. <laughs> there. First of all, how dare Parks and dare Rome you? Is canceled. No, it's and remember, canceled. and she's dating Greg Pakaitis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, Greg Pakaitis! <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, on that note, I believe it is time to start our segment, which Garrett knows nothing about. Um, game time. Game time. We didn't really come up with a name for it, but I guess we'll call it. Pawnee history. The time is now. The place is Pawnee. Let's make history. So, Garrett, we will be quizzing you 
uh, on oh, t- on God. ten questions about Hani's history in their multiple choice. I'm gonna do so bad. That's okay. Oh, God. That's They're okay. all multiple choice, so you have at least a little bit of an idea. Okay. Don't um, you worry. Anika, do you have no your, cheating. You have yours open. I do. Okay, because you you're doing odd questions, and I'll this ask is so you fun. questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's get started. Oh God. All righty, are we ready? Yeah. Okay, yes. Garrett. Oh, <laughs> Question one. The people of the Wamapoke tribe were the first inhabitants of Pawnee. What were they known for? A. Tiny teepees and bloody massacres. B. Rain dances and fur moccasins. Or C. Basket weaving and scalping. Huh. Okay. Um, I think... I think it's A. I think it's A. Is that your Garrett final is answer? going with tiny teepees and bloody massacres. Tiny teepees, bloody massacres. Or what was C again? Basket, Basket weaving, weaving and, and scalping. Scalping. Okay, no, I think it's A. I think it's A. All right. All right. Final answer. Wrong. It was C. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. These are going to be so hard. I know it. Okay. All right. Qu- All right. Oh for one. Okay. Oh, oh for one. It's okay. Anika does fairly bad on most of the games and admit and fully admits to correct. it. Correct. Oh my god. Okay. Question two. Which Pawnee institution burned down twice during the fire period of 1916 to 1922? A. The racetrack. B. The bread factory. Or C. The library. Oh, it's the library. Is that- Final answer. <laughs> it was B. God the damn bread it! Factory. <laughs> No, I'm not even. It lying. was a bread factory. I'm not even lying. Br- I didn't know some of these when I when we found this. Qu- this is crazy. Who find, who figures these questions out? The internet. <laughs> the internet oh is a wonderful God. place, my friend. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, moving on. Question three. All right, this is the one. Why was Chief Wamapoke put on trial in 1834? A. He had a pet raccoon. B. He scalped the mayor's daughter. C. He was an American Indian. It has to be C. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> C. Oh God. <laughs> this, oh, that man. is. This show oh, is God. cold. That hit too close to home. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh. Oh God. All right. Well, who's the guy who is? Who's the main guy who's? The representative of the Wamapoke tribe. What's his name? Ken Hotate. Oh, he's so... That actor is hilarious. What he's like, there's two things I know about white people. They love they love something. I forget what the thing but And they are scared of curses. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just like... I'm having flashbacks to all of the random murals they have up in City Hall. And... <laughs> But I love oh what in the episode where Andy's like listing them when they're on the scavenger hunt. Uh, needless slaughter, uh, a, a lively fisting. Uh, he's just reading them off, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, don't worry, they'll come into play later in this they segment. Will. They will. Oh no. All right. Oh, God. All right. But on to on to question number four. Okay. What substance was accidentally invented in Pawnee in 1926? A. Trans fats. B corn syrup or C saccharin Okay, I'm I have to think back <clears throat> cuz it's either A or B I think. 
because of the whole obesity epidemic that epidemic. Great. Epidemic. Throughout. Epidemic. It happens throughout the series. Um, I think it's gonna be B. Final answer. It is A. Damn. Trans fat. Ah. I should have went from my gut. <laughs> all right, all right. One for four. Twenty-five percent. We can still pass. Yes, you can. Sure. <laughs> Wait, no, I can. Wait, maybe I can. I don't know. Anyway. Well, on. we're not <laughs> math quizzes here, right now. Anyway, question five: What happens on Ted Party Day in Pawnee? A. They burn the corrupt former mayor Ted Larson in effigy. B. Everyone brings their teddy bears to Ramsett Park. Or C. Someone named Ted gets thrown into a lake. I know this one. It's C. Final answer. Yeah. I remember That's that episode. That's right. Ted, Ted, yeah! Ted, Ted, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> they throw him in the lake. <laughs> okay. Question number six. What's the number one cause of death for Pawnee law enforcement officials? A. Gunshot wounds. B. Boredom. Or C. Raccoon bites. Oh god. I think C. Is that your final answer? Yes. Wrong. <laughs> it is A, gunshot wounds. I was as surprised oh, see, that as was you too, are. I I went with the like the funny one because I thought that there was like something to do with that, but the whole like law enforcement plot is that's like season one and two with yeah, CK. That's we, don't old... that. we don't talk about We don't talk about We don't talk about so. it. We only talk about the end of season two when our ma our manses come in. <laughs> oh yes, oh Bats. yes. Well, actually, the full answer is self-inflicted drunken gunshot wounds. So that oh. should maybe tell you something. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> All right, okay. are we two ready for, for question yeah. seven? Mm -hmm. Who was the founder of Pawnee? A. General George Gray. B. Reverend Luther Howell. Or C. Sergeant Rutherford Miller. Huh. Say it again. A. General George Gray. B. Reverend Luther Howell. Or C. Sergeant Rutherford Miller. Okay, I think it's B. Final answer. That's correct. Correct. Yeah! Woohoo! Alright. <laughs> We're almost, almost there. Okay. Question number eight. The Pawnee City Hall mural Sunday Boxing, originally entitled A Lively Fisting, depicted the young Annabeth Stevenson being punched out by whom? A, her grandmother, B, Chief Wamapoke, or C, Reverend Bradley. Huh. I think it's gonna be C. Final answer. Correct. That's it correct. Is yes, Reverend. <laughs> <laughs> that I knew there had to, because all the murals aren't always about the native, the native indigenous, the, kind of, the indigenous people of Pawnee, because I know that there just has to be some sexism, just like sprinkled in there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Hmm. Question nine, Garrett. You're almost there. Ready? Yeah. Yes. Who served as the mayor of Pawnee from 1994 to 2017? A. Mitch Lanford. B. Walter Gunderson. C. Dwight Harrelson. I think it's 
Oh, is it A or B? <gasps> Say A and B again. A is Mitch Lanford, and B is Walter Gunderson. Okay, I think it's B. That's correct. Yes! <laughs> Walter okay. Gunderson. Th Lindsay, right. you want to take the bonus hint here? I'll take the bonus. Bonus, Garrett. Which actor played Mayor Gunderson in the final season, and which character succeeded Mayor Gunderson as mayor? Okay. I don't know what actor, but I know that Jerry is the one who... Gary, Jerry, Barry, whatever. Barry? <laughs> Barry, that's... No, 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 he's Barry. He's Mailman for Barry. Like a he's sus. Barry for a few yeah. In the Johnny Karate show. But you don't know... Oh, what... yeah. You don't know which actor? I always lose track of how many times his name changes. But who was the actor that played the mayor? I forget. Bill Murray. Oh. But he's dead. He, he lies in state in City Hall. Yeah, he's the corpse. And he, um, and he, and he s Ethel Beavers. Cause they, cause they, yes. ha he talks about the open marriage. All right. Oh my God. Final question. Okay, wait. wait. All right. Are you ready? This question is from a 2017 practice test for the AP US history exam and refers to the following excerpt from George Washington's farewell address in 1796. So this is the excerpt. History and experience prove that foreign influence is one of the most baneful foes of Republican government. Excessive partial partiality. Par <laughs> yeah, partial. <laughs> what is going on? Excessive partiality for one foreign nation and excessive dislike of another cause those whom they actuate to see danger yep. only on one side and serve to veil and even second the arts of influence on the other. The great rule of conduct for us in regard to foreign nations is in extending our commercial relations to have with them as little political connection as possible. So far as we have already formed engagements, let them be fulfilled with perfect good faith. Here let us stop. Europe has a set of primary interests which to us have none or a very, ro very remote relation. Hence, she must be engaged in frequent controversies, the causes of which are essentially foreign to our concerns. The ideas expressed. <laughs> All right. Expect. The ideas, the the ideas expressed in this excerpt of Washington's address most strongly influenced which United States which United States foreign policy decision in the 20th century. A. The establishment of the United Nations in 1945. B. The formation of the NATO alliance between the United States and Western Europe in 1949. C. The refusal the refusal to join the League of Nations in 1919. Or D. The oil embargo against Japan in 1941. <laughs> How dare you? Um, first of all, the answer is C, because I was not born yesterday. Um, Damn! That's right! Very nice. I, know, I, the I got a five. Yes, I got a five. He's talking about this, the. Uh, he's talking about neutrality. Mm -hmm. the I literally nations. have answered that question. I know that's one of the practice ones. I knew. I know what question you're even referring to. Oh my god! How dare you? <laughs> so I got six out of ten. So I kind of passed. You didn't kind of pass. That is a D minus. That is a D minus. And in my book, sir, that me. is passing. <laughs> That's then that in my book that is passing. I would have done extra credit. Oh, I get extra credit for answering half of that one question, bonus question, right? All right, sixty-five. Yeah, sixty-five. Woohoo! That's a <laughs> solid D. Nice. I'm Let's get to the Adam Scott tally, shall we? 
The Adam Scott talent. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me add one more. Adam Scott. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do let's do this Adam Scott tally. Okay. The total is and can I get a drum roll please? Drum roll. Our total is 14 times. A booyah. Woo! Amazing. Not so, bad. He'll be so proud. He will be so proud. He'll be so proud. Adam Scott if you're out there today. 14 times. We said your name 14 times. Well, I guess 15 now. But we love you, man. We love you. Yes, as always. Doing. I wonder what he's doing. I wonder what he's doing. Adam Scott. I wonder. Yeah. What are you doing right now? Yeah, Adam Scott, what are you up to right now? <clears throat> What's up, bro? You want to be on our podcast? Want to come hang? Imagine I would scream. I would leave the room. I would, I like, would actually... fully need a minute. Like, You need a minute. Yeah. I need an hour. <laughs> Not an hour. 14 times. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. That's pretty good. Well, that just about wraps up this episode of Friends Waffles and Work. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at FWWPod and on Instagram at Friends Waffles Work Pod and like our Facebook page and make sure you subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yay. Thank you, Garrett, for joining Yay. us today. Yes, We're thank so you, Garrett, happy to have so you. Fun. So fun. And thank uh. you guys for listening. All right, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Next Thursday. I won't, but bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.